to the Grid Sisters podcast for an episode of All Gas, No Summer Breaks. Uh, today we're talking tires. I'm Tess. And I'm Lauren. And let's get into it. So today's episode, we are going to be talking tires. Now, the structure of this episode is going to be more like Formula One for dummies. Our mom had a lot of questions about tires as somebody who doesn't watch Formula One. So this is for people like that. So tires. Pirelli currently makes all tires in Formula One. At one point, there were up to six different, six, I believe, different tire providers or teams, and they would be different for each team. I'm sure you've heard of Continental, Goodyear, etc. Michelin. Et Michelin, yes. I'm sure if you look at older teams, photos, all of that, yes. But I believe since 2011, Pirelli has been the sole provider of Formula One tires. Now, there are five different tire compounds that are used by the Formula One teams currently, not including the intermediate and wet tires. These different tire compounds are made of different compounds of rubber, and they have different levels of grip on the track. At one point, we had things like super soft, hyper soft, ultra soft, and a super hard compound tire. Those have all kind of been done away with. There were, I think, up to eight tires at one point within the normal soft to hard range. Um, Now we just have C1 through C5, going from softest to hardest. We have five different tires that will be used. So how we determine what three tires the teams have available for them that weekend is determined by a couple of different track factors. First, I'm going to go over the ranges. We have C5 to C1, C5 being the softest, C1 being the hardest. They will go in numerical order. So it would be C5, C4, C3, with C3 being the hardest tire and C5 being the softest tire, etc. It could be C3 to C1, with C3 being the softest tire and C1 being the hardest tire. All of these are All of these decisions are determined by certain variables within the track. So the Pirelli engineers are going to look at different parts of the track and other variables from the weekend and determine which tire compounds are the most appropriate. So some things we're going to see for that that will make that difference are going to be high-speed corners. If there's a lot of high-speed corners, that is more friction and more heat into those tires, which is going to wear them down quicker. Therefore, you're more likely to have a harder tire. High track temperatures, we see this with circuits like Barcelona, uh, you're going to want a harder compound tire. Otherwise, if you had the super soft tires, they would be gone in three laps and you wasted a set of tires, essentially. This is one of the reasons this last weekend at the Hungarian GP, we saw good data on the hard tires on Friday in practice, yet terrible race performance because track temperatures had diminished so significantly due to different weather. So that is where we see those things come into play. Higher heat, harder tire, fast corners, higher tire temps, therefore hard tires. That's where we're going to stand with that. Good rule of thumb. Now, There's a couple things you're going to hear and you've probably seen with tires, and we're going to get into those. The minimum tire temperature for a set of Pirelli tires is 80 degrees. 
the ideal temperature is between 100 and 110. So when you see drivers taking their formation laps and they're doing their ziggy zaggies, they're they're that is them, them trying to get temp. yes heat into their tires and that is why they in practice will call something an outlap so it's not a time lap it's the outlap that's going to get your heat into your tires because the driver is exiting the pit lane and has not crossed the white starting line also on heat of tires tire warmers those tire warmers, the tire blankets that you see, you'll see them on before the race. You'll see them on the tires before the crew takes they them out for a the pit car. stop. Yep, before they get on the car. Those tire warmers, do you want to know a fun fact, Jess? Those are $1,500 of pop. No way. $1,500 a piece. And so... the trolleys that they carry and cart them around mm-hmm. on, are $5,000 a piece because they're heated on the trolleys as well. You know, what's so crazy about all of this is they're taking it away next year. No more tire heaters. So what with all that ridiculously expensive equipment, like I think it's going to be really fascinating to see. And I wonder if we're going to get, I think it will change a lot of strategy. I think it's going to change a lot of strategy as well. So if your tires are too cold, you'll, you won't have the same amount of grip. You're not going to have the same amount of performance. Same with, if your tires are too hot, you're going to be sliding in different directions, sliding around. Um, also, if you overheat your tires, uh, that's going to increase your tire degradation and you will have to enter the pit prematurely, which can inhibit your race or qualifying strategy. Um, so one thing to say quickly about that is drivers or their cars, um, not every car wears the tire the same and not every car can get the tires up to the same temperature. It's not an even playing field. So is. Mercedes, for example, Mercedes, for example, this year, it has worked both in their favor and against them. Their tires do not heat up as fast as everyone else. And in some ways it has worked with them Mm -hmm. and it has worked against them in other races. Mm -hmm. So I think that like, whereas like Red Bull, they can get degradation because their tires wear faster. Yes. Yes. So I think that that's an interesting thing when we talk about strategy is it that's what we mean when we say that for the team is it's all dependent on the car fact is that is actually all predetermined by the FIA and uh Pirelli so each team has a specific number of certain figures essentially uh regarding tires that is outlined for them based upon their car so there's a specific camber which is how much the tire is tilted there's a specific camber at which the tires are put on there is a specific tire pressure at which the tires are put on there's actually now this year uh sensors in the tires that the FIA can then monitor tire and the teams can monitor tire pressure this is to help inhibit you know massive blowouts and punctures and things like that so there's more Mm -hmm. data on that for the teams um but all of those figures are outlined and regulated by the FIA and Pirelli some other fun words and facts that you've probably heard on the tv that maybe you're a little bit confused about if you're new to f1 blistering you've probably heard Mm -hmm. oh I have a blister he has a blister on his right front tire or something like that Blistering is when the inside of the tire is getting too hot. And this is usually from a high track temp or aggressive driving. So we'll see this 
oftentimes like when Fernando Fernando Alonso says, "Uh, let them destroy their tires." Fernando Alonso, Mr. L plan knows that that aggressive driving strategy is going to destroy their tires and he feels confident that it won't destroy his. Uh blistering cannot be fixed on a tire. Now, the other side of this is graining. And graining is when the outside of the tire is too hot, but the inside is not the right temperature. And this can cause a lack of grip, but it can be fixed. Blistered tires are essentially ruined. Graining on a tire can be fixed. Some other things uh, before we get into tire specifics. Each team gets 13 tires from Pirelli each weekend. Three of these tires are reserved for the race and the other 10 are used for practice and qualifying. So no matter how many tires you go through in, if you go through all of your tires in practice and qualifying, you still have three sets of fresh tires for the race. Teams have to make at least one pit stop during the race. So if you've ever, I think we saw this with one of the Williams drivers who did an entire race. Alex Albon, Alex Albon in Australia did an entire race okay. on hard tires and, and then right um, at the end had to pit and had to pit right at the end for so that he didn't get a penalty but you also must use two different tire compounds so you can't mm-hmm. just use two medium tires the entire race you or two hard tires for the entire race you have to use either a hard and a medium a medium and a soft a hard and a soft and this is where tire strategy comes in and we're not going to get into that too much because this is the issue we talked about with ferrari in our episode on hungary why that was such a big issue we touched on that so strategy is a big deal when it comes to the amount of tires and you have to use more than one tire compound yes so absolutely so Now we're going to get into individual types of tire and then we'll get into the anatomy of the tire. Softer tires have create more friction. We're getting into a little bit of like physics, math, the science, the engineering behind it. Okay. More friction is more grip because of this, they're obviously going to be faster, but they're going to wear out quicker because the more friction you have, the higher your degradation is. That's that softer, obviously compound. So it's coming away from the tire quicker. The medium tire is the best all-around tire. It can often outperform its standard lap count by that Pirelli have set for the medium tire. We saw this last week in Hungary uh, before the incident with Charles. He was outperforming the stint of the medium. Yes, the stint of the medium tire. So you should have started to see pitting, I believe, between 14 and 15 laps, and he was on 16 laps i believe so he was outperforming hard tires are the best for high wear tracks and uh, high temperature tracks so we see this at circuits like paul ricard uh, the french gp where they have higher degradation points especially if they are to go off track with paul ricard specifically um yes. with all of those higher degradation marks they're also best for when teams have to go like a long stint in a race and are hoping to gain an advantage because you have less friction and therefore less degradation um they're really great for abrasive or hot tracks now i think this is interesting so rain tires these are the Mm -hmm. green and the blue or the inters and the wets rain tires are 
classified, but by how much water is displaced per second by the tire. Wow. So the green intermediate tires, these are for about medium wet conditions like we've seen in Monaco for a bit. They can clear about 30 meters of water per second. So if you're ever watching the race and you hear Crofty come over the line and say Formula One cars are the best hoovers for water out there, this is what or he's talking the about. Spray. They or... just clear mm-hmm. water out of the way. So they can clear about 30 meters of water per second. Then the blue, the wet tire is for heavy rain situations, like we saw in free practice three of the Hungarian Grand Prix. And those clear about 85 meters of water per second. Wow. So now let's get into the parts of the tire. There's a couple different parts of the tire. There's the innermost part of the tire. Uh, called the bead of the tire and it's thick inflexible and this is what grips to the wheel rim and then we have what's called the carcass of the tire and this is the main outer part it's got like it's the flexible sidewall and it's got a durable surface then we have the belt which is wrapping around the carcass and this is what makes the tire rigid and then we have the tread which is what covers the belt and it's about half a centimeter thick and it's made of thick grippy rubber so it'll be a different compound based upon which tire it is and then a fun fact for you Formula One tires are actually filled with nitrogen gas to keep them more stable in varying temperatures compared to other gases, like your standard oxygen that would fill a normal tire. Wow. Yeah. So the main thing with tires and the reason tire strategy is so important, it's the about finding the balance between durability and speed. And we've seen, so we've seen Red Bull get this right many times with finding the balance between durability and speed. And that is how tire strategy and tires can impact your race. We can talk a little bit more about tire strategy, but yeah, that has been a little tech tire talk episode. That was good. Nice. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Grid Sisters podcast, where we talk all about tires. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Grid Sisters podcast. This has been a segment of All Gas, No Summer Breaks. We will see you tomorrow with another fun topic coming your way that is TBD. We have not yet decided. We're going to brainstorm. Give us a follow on Instagram at the Grid Sisters. TikTok at Grid Sisters. Mm-hmm. This will be available on YouTube if you'd like to see me talking with my hands and reading from my leave notes. A, <laughs> yeah, leave a comment, subscribe, like, give us some engagement. <laughs> Follow us yeah. along on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and read us five stars if you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, please feel free to leave us a comment on Grid Sisters podcast or on this video if you're watching the video format. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye! Bye. Bye.